She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. And today I'm so excited. We have Tammy Hudson Pillar with us and we are doing a 30 day challenge. And it's so exciting because Tammy is actually in my house right now. I'm at my house. She's in her house. It just made sense that we just recorded in separate rooms, but she is here live in Virginia Beach. She just came off the 700 Club talking about her brand new book. And you want to hold it up, Tammy? Yes, thank you so um, much. Turn it over. Turn it over. I'd love to show everybody. There we go. I don't have the title. And um, we're going to be talking about a 30-day challenge that we want to encourage you guys to do with us. And we're going to talk about what that includes in that fasting. So the first thing I want to talk about is intermittent fasting and kind of what we're talking about. Like to me, if someone says I'm doing intermittent fasting and I'm eating in a, you know, 14 out, they're eating in 14 hours. That's not intermittent fasting. In my opinion, anything more than an eating window of eight hours would not be considered intermittent fasting. And for me personally, when I first started intermittent fasting, I lost a little bit of weight doing an eight hour eating window. But for me to actually lose the weight that I wanted to, I needed to eat in a six hour or less eating window. So I want you to talk about when you just on a regular day, when you're not doing a fasting for anything, just for your health, yeah. I want to talk about, tell me a little bit about what your intermittent fasting looks like. Well, first of all, thanks so much, Chantel. It's always fun to be with you and with your audience. I know people know what intermittent fasting is from following you. And as we know, the internet is replete, whether it's social media, you can find so much information on intermittent fasting. And I'm kind of a newbie at the intermittent fasting, but what I have found is everyone's metabolisms are different. So you first have to see what works for you. For someone actually going an eight hour window may actually be a stretch and you wanna start, I like to tell people as a life coach, start where you will succeed. So don't try to be a Chantel Ray and say, I'm going to only eat three hours a day. If you're not, your body's not ready for that. The problem is we live in a society and a culture and a time where food is everywhere. Food is opulent at our every fingertip. I just got to Chantel's and believe it, I've had broccoli, I've had cauliflower, I've had healthy chips and a green drink. You can't, you know, eat, and that's all healthy food, right? So food is everywhere. It's just a part of our culture today. You have to start with a mindset of what works for you. So let me start by saying that. Your question is for me, I don't typically eat at all in the morning. Often I'll go till one, definitely noon or one. I'm busy, I stay busy, but my body doesn't acquire, doesn't need, should say, food in the morning. So it's much easier for me, Chantel. So I wanna say, I have to know what works for me. And then what I wanted to do when I do intermittent fast is I wanna say, okay, I wanna try to go till three or four o'clock. And then I want to eat a light dinner and I go into this pattern for you. It's this 30 day challenge. So for 30 days, here's what I'm going to do. And I got to start by knowing what I'm going to do and making that commitment first. 
So good. And what I want to talk about, I, I love what you said. And like I said, when I first started, I did an eight hour eating window and I lost weight for a few weeks and then I needed to adjust it. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason was because I was already only eating before then in a nine or 10 hour window max. So if you're eating in a nine to 10 hour max, and then you move to eight hours, you know, you're not going to be able to lose quite as much. Um, but also there's so many health benefits besides just the weight loss that I want you guys to really remind yourself that intermittent fasting literally affects your cells and your hormones. And so, you know, it helps with insulin resistance. Literally the research shows that an intermittent fasting regimen can reduce your fasting insulin and insulin resistance um, in people who are overweight and obese. And we know for a fact that the cells are going to repair themselves. And so if you guys haven't heard of a process called autophagy, that happens when your body literally clears out the cellular debris. So your cells can work better. And so it basically kills right? It kills those old cells and it generates new cells. So when you're thinking about this, it's not just the weight loss, it's inflammation. I know for me, I have major problems with inflammation. Um, I know it helps with brain health. It helps with anti-aging. It helps with heart health. So reminding yourself of the other benefits is also really important as well. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, one of the things that I believe that has the most powerful is I personally have struggled with my weight my whole life until I really started learning about fasting and really asking God to break me free from this bondage of food. So I want to kind of shift gears and I want to talk a little bit about overeating yeah. and how fasting can help you with that bondage. Talk about that for a little bit. Oh, it's so good what you just said. And I do want to say to your audience right now that I do believe it's not about when you eat as much as about what you eat. So if I go all day, I go 14 hours, I go 16 hours, I'm going to eat a small amount. If I'm eating a small amount of the wrong things, I'm already hurting myself. So it's just smart eating. It's clean eating. And then what I've done, you and I talked about this, how I justify going so many hours without eating. And then I'm starving. I tell myself I'm starving, whether I am or not. And then I start to eat all kinds of foods that are either unhealthy and they don't fill me up. Now, as I just mentioned, coming into your home, I said, what's that aroma? And it was crisp broccoli you were just making, right? Well, within two or three little sprigs of that broccoli, I was full. Why? Because it satisfied me. You used the right seasoning. You had the preparation done right. That's so important. So I want to say to you all, what happens is we eat so fast when we, we get to that window. So for me, say it's going to be four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to eat. And I sit down and I don't have any portion control. I start eating and eating and eating and eating. And before long, I'm miserable because it takes time for my stomach to tell me I'm full or for my, my senses to tell me I'm satisfied. So the smartest thing you can do is actually space out your eating. And this is what I believe. Allow yourself over those few hours to eat small amounts. And then when your window closes, your window closes. 
but you will really fill up faster. And if you're eating the right foods, nutritious foods and filling foods, you will not need to overeat. Yeah. I think one of the things that is really important is when you are starting to break your fast for the first time, even if it's just, you had dinner last night at six o'clock and now it's say 12 noon and you're breaking your fast. For me, there are times where I get myself so hungry mm -hmm. and I have to first stop and eat something like a little bit of avocado or some vegetables or a little bit of nuts or something and let that sit for about 15 minutes. And what I call it is like a pre opening up my window. Like I'm not quote opening up my window yet, right, right. but it's 20 minutes before, because if I get myself to the place where I'm so, so ravenous, I'm going to be making really bad decisions. Right. I'm going to, first of all, I already eat so fast. When I tell you, I still don't eat slow enough. Um, I'm so much better. Oh my gosh. But people would literally look at me and they would be like, Chantel, you're like a zombie. You're like, you put it in so fast because I got myself so hungry mm -hmm. that I couldn't control myself. So right. it's like a pre-breaking your fast with mm -hmm. some kind of fat or a protein or something like that is yeah. really, really important mm -hmm. because if you don't, you can get a little crazy. Yeah. Well, um, and those are techniques, Chantel. Let me just say that. So what you've done, let me just say to everyone right now, what happens is we're disciplined and then we give ourselves permission to eat. What we're not doing in that window of giving ourselves permission to eat is thinking, when are we going to eat and what are we going to eat? So if your mindset isn't as convicted when you're not eating as when you are eating, you're going to end up justifying eating too much, too fast and the wrong foods. You literally have to, and I, I tell people this all the time, I have to do it myself. You just said it. I'm going to do a 15 minute window of some almonds and then I'm going to have this and then you have to literally strategically plan it out. Now I will tell you it will become habit and your body will begin to adjust to your new habits but it is literally teaching you there's something back in the day Chantel I don't know if your mother did this to you but they trained us after you take a bite you set your fork down. Well, we really don't do that anymore. I can tell you, I was just with all my children over Christmas and they're all grown adults. And I said, who taught you to eat? You are animals when it comes to eating. And I think, you know, whether it be, we just grew up with fast food, we're in a hurry, everybody's standing on the counter, they're shoving food in their face. That's a mindset of how to eat. You have to retrain your brain. So you literally have to say, I'm going to eat small amounts. Maybe you have to put them in baggies or in little Tupperware, but you have to know what you're going to eat and pre-plan before you eat. So you'll know when you eat what to eat. Yeah. I want to talk about um, coffee for a second. So one of the things that people ask all the time is what can I drink while I'm intermittent fasting? And what I want to say is that a lot of times people go, okay, well, as long as it's calorie free, it won't activate an insulin response or break your fast. But here's the problem. We've done studies. And, and just so you know, the only thing that will not have an, an insulin response is basically water and uh, tea, um, 
even coffee will and can make an insulin response, but it's so, so small that it's not a big deal. Um, I want you to talk about how you drink your coffee black and kind of what mm-hmm. people say, I have trouble doing it. What can they do in their mindset to get, allow them to drink black coffee? Because a couple of people are like, I will tell you, I cannot, um, you know, I have a good friend and she, we just talked about it this morning. She's like, I will tell you right now, I will do intermittent fasting, but I have to have a little bit of cream in my coffee. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you say to that? Well, again, I say you have to retrain your brain. Now, let me ask you a question. You know, when you walk into Starbucks or wherever, I'm not trying to shout out for Starbucks, whatever coffee shop you go to, or in the morning and you, you smell the aroma of what it's coffee. It's not coffee with cream. It's not coffee with sugar. It's coffee. So literally what you're attracted to is the scent of coffee. So it's coffee you want. What you've done is you've added all the extras to the coffee. So you go to, you know, an ice cream shop and you want a scoop of ice cream, but then you put on the the cherry and you put on this and you put on that. You have to realize it's the coffee you want and you have to tell yourself, and literally this is just the truth, retrain yourself to enjoy the coffee. Now, I know I people talk to me all the time about it too, and they say a little cream won't hurt me. And I do, do you do you boo, right? But I'm going to tell you, you're going to be best if you can actually just drink the coffee. I say splurge, buy some great coffee. Just yes, that back is the key. And, and pat yourself on the back coffee. and say, I'm going to really enjoy. And then just smell the aroma of the beans, maybe grind your beans and it reintroduce yourself to drinking coffee. Uh, you can break it. Just like, listen, if you're intermittent fasting, you've already proven to yourself that you can break some old habits. So you've justified it by saying, well, I like my coffee this way. I'm giving everything else up. Why should I give that up? Well, it's one more thing that will benefit you. So I just like to say that, you know, once you come to the conviction that you say, I can do better by not putting cream and sugar in my coffee and you make that decision, I love black coffee because I love coffee. I love the aroma of coffee. I love the taste of coffee. So I've acquired, let me just say this too. Do you remember when you first started drinking coffee and you didn't like it? And then before long, you were just obsessed and you like me, I have to have my coffee. So it is a taste preference. So you can break that cycle of cream and sugar if you want, um, but just get back to really enjoying the aroma of the coffee and get good coffee. Yeah. And I'm going to put in, in the link, um, I'm going to put it a coffee that I really love and it basically is organic Mm -hmm. and it really, really tastes good. And if you go to chantalrayway.com slash purity coffee, um, we have a discount code for you and it will be there and it's really good. Um, and that's the biggest thing is if you do, if the coffee is bitter or it's not organic, it's not going to taste good. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we're going to do, Tammy and I both, we're going to do a book giveaway. So one lucky person today, um, if you comment below, we're going to pick someone, just show everyone your book, Tammy. Um, yep. We're going to give one copy of the book, Fasting for a Change. Um, and again, she was on the 700 Club this morning. Um, And one of the things in my book where it's waste away through the Chantal Rayway, we're going to give a copy of this book away. um, And we're also going to give a copy of um, Fasting to Freedom away. 
So both of those, um, we've got two more books that I'm going to give away as well that will kind of get you going. But here's what I suggest. If you're going to do this 30-day challenge with us, you have to be buying these books, listening to the podcast and listening to things every day. So like when I listen to Tammy, it just, I mean, everything that Tammy talks about I know a lot of those things, but it still inspires me to do better. Like the last time she came, I started doing um, one of her fasts the way she suggested it, and it really motivated me. When I pick up her book and I read it, it now, even if I know some of those things already, it's another, it's an ounce of encouragement. It's kind of like every time you read the Bible, you get something new out of it. And that's what happens. So if you already have one of the books, mm. go back to reading it, go back and listen to old podcasts. Mm. And what we suggest you do is on the Facebook group, what we want you to do is to post pictures of, hey, I'm fasting. My eating window is this or post pictures of what you're eating. That's how you get accountability. And so yes. if you yeah. really want to do it well, right. that's what right. you'll do. Yep. So Tammy, talk about kind of what encourage, let's say you're like in a slump, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's maybe 11 o'clock and you're like, I'm ravenous. You have made the decision, let's say to do, well, first, before we do that, I want you to talk about the type of fast that mm -hmm. you suggest. And to me, it is, if you want to make change in your life, it is one of the most powerful ways to do it because a lot of people, you know, they might say, oh, I want to do a seven day water fast. Mm -hmm. That is very difficult to do nothing and jump into a seven day water fast. What yeah. you're suggesting is so doable. So talk yeah. about that. Well, I do a sun up to sundown. That's the type of fast my husband and I do. So when we're on a fast, typical to what I'm doing with intermittent fasting anyway, because I typically don't eat until early afternoon. But I don't eat at all during the day. And it, in the evening, we have a light meal. Now, I will say I have to be very careful because I'm hungry. I'm at that stage. I've justified not eating all day. And I really want to fill up. I want to fill that void in my life. I want to fill that hunger in my life. So I have to decide before I sit down to eat what I'm going to eat and how much I'm going to eat. But Chantel, I just I want to take a second just when you talk about how I fast. And I love, you know, Chantel's the one who's really taught me about intermittent fasting. I come from a very faith-based background. My husband and I are pastors of a church in California. A lot of my conviction is like a biblical fast. And I love the word fast, which is abstaining from food, if you know what the word means. But you've got to realize, and I want to say this because I think it might help some people, um, we're a holistic being, Chantel. We are body, soul, and spirit. The Bible is very clear to say that. And of course, I'm going to come from a faith-based background. So if this doesn't resonate with you, then just Fast forward to what does, but I, I believe that we are created in the image of God and that we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. And so when I look at fasting, I look at fasting in a couple of different ways. When I'm doing a food fast for my physical body, which is an intermittent fast, when I'm really dealing with eating too many carbs and my insulin's too high and I put on a few pounds or whatever the reason is that I want to take control of my body, I want to be responsible to have the best temple, the best body that I can have because I'm called to do that because God gave me this body. That's going to be a physical intermittent fast. So I do that the way Chantel's explained. It makes perfect sense. She's the best intermittent fasting coach I know. 
But then when I shift, and this is my conviction, and we could talk about this, when I'm doing a spiritual fast, Chantel, even though it's sun up to sundown, which is like a biblical fast, my thoughts are different. It's not just so that my body's healthy. When I shift, like I'm getting ready to do a 21 day fast starting January 21st for 21 days. And I'd love for your followers to join me as well in that. It is with a spiritual emphasis. So for me, I may be praying for a breakthrough or a miracle or a child or uh, finances or whatever that thing is. So my mind shifted to not just my physical fast, but now I'm moving into what the Bible calls a spiritual fast. Now, both ways you're going to contend with your flesh because your flesh is hungry. In the physical flesh, I'm going to, in the physical fast, I'm contending where I'm hungry. I want to eat because my body is hungry. We need to eat. That's true. When I shift over to a spiritual fast, not only is my body hungry, but I'm contending with spiritual things. And so I do believe that you'll have spiritual warfare, even in a way that you didn't have in a physical fast. So I want to explain those things because they're my book. If you happen to pick it up, you might go, what's this all about? It's a 21 day fast to becoming the best person God created you to be. And it's 21 days. It's kind of a coaching book, 21 days to, to being your personal best. And I take 21 different characteristics and you fast for that in your life. How can I have accountability? How can I have creativity? So again, shifting just so your audience knows they're both fast, but they're fast with often a different outcome. I don't know about you guys, but I am stressed. And if you're feeling overwhelmed this holiday season, then I get it. With all the family get-togethers, it is just a relentless source of stress. But anyway, there is something that I've got called Stress Guardian. And it's actually made by Bioptimizers, the people who make the magnesium breakthrough, which I love, love, love. But anyway, they are literally made this new product. It has 14 adaptogenic herbs and it just regulates your stress. I just actually took some right this second. And it's awesome. If you go to stressguardian.com slash waste away and put in waste away for 10% off your first order, it's stressguardian.com slash waste away. Go there now. Mm, so good. And when you guys are thinking about how, you know, long you're going to do, I feel like, you know, I used to do these seven day water fast and I would do a three day water fast. I've done longer fast. And to be honest, my favorite now, since I met you, Tammy, mm -hmm. is doing the sun up, sun down, because what happened was by day, like, three. Yeah. First of all, cause I've got some thyroid issues and I've got some health issues. I just felt so terrible and I was so miserable that I felt like it was not productive. Mm. This is so much easier. Mm. And I, it's, it's not easy by any means. I mean, you're yeah. still praying for God yeah. to give you strength to do it, yeah. but I felt like I could do it for a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was able to spend that time with God yeah. praying. I could read yeah. when you're so miserable, you know, then you feel like you can't, you know, you're not, you're not able to read the Bible. You're not able to pray as right. much. Right. So I really love doing this. So talk about anybody that you've seen who act, cause anyone who's listening probably has an issue with food, like maybe from their childhood, they've had some food issues. They've come to a place where 
anytime they're stressed, yeah. they're sad, mm-hmm. they're upset, instead of running to God, yeah. they are, they've trained themselves to listen to food and run to food for mm-hmm. that care yeah. and that, that love. So talk a little bit about anyone that you've mm-hmm. seen kind of break through with that yeah. from doing this fast. Well, you know, isn't food interesting? As we know, it's the very first thing that the enemy tempted Eve with was food, was the apple. So in my coaching and my pastoring, I talk to people, you'll either have one of two problems. You will either have an eating disorder, an eating issue where you don't eat any food. So you have not literally known how to discipline yourself to eat the right foods at the right times. Maybe you struggle with your weight and your anorexic or your bulimic. And so you're just abstaining from food, not for healthy reasons, but because you have a body image or it's obesity and gluttony and you don't know how to say no to food. So let's start. The truth is we all struggle with food to one degree or another, either not eating because we've got body image or overeating because literally we're looking to food for our joy, for our happiness. You know, um, I just took my my grandchildren to uh, a little play. And the first thing we did when we got there was there's the cotton candy, there's the snow cones. there's a, And if you're going to go to this event and spend all this money on tickets, you have to get all these foods to sit down. And I'm sitting here thinking, where did we think this is healthy for our children? And, and so it's the mindset of pleasure. You know, it's the mindset of I'm going to be rewarded. We reward ourselves with certain things. If I do this, then I'm going to reward you with an ice cream. I'm going to reward you. So what we have to do is we have to shift our minds. We have to understand that we have to eat healthy for us because, and I coach people all the time, Chantel, I value myself enough to say what's healthy for Tammy. How can I be my best self? And, you know, I'm a mother of of four and a grandmother of eight. I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been, Chantel. And it's because I'm choosing to eat correctly. I was one of those people that had an eating disorder because I had a body image issue. So I understand that end. I also understand the end that I, I literally have dealt with gluttony before when I'm starving. So I'm talking about both ends of the spectrum. I had to come to a place that I valued me. And I realized what I put in this temple, what I do with this body is the outcome of my future. If I don't want diabetes, if I don't want heart disease, if I don't want all this stuff in the future, it's on me today to eat correctly. And honestly, I enjoy eating healthy foods. I mean, very few people are going to walk in your house and say, what's that smell? It smells so good. And it's broccoli. I mean, because I love broccoli, but I've retrained. I keep using that, that term, retrain your brain. Those are good, healthy foods where we think it's punishment. Start looking at it as reward. So that's what I just want to say. Food is a major issue today on both ends of the spectrum. You have to do your your due diligence. You've got to study. You've got to research. And let me just say this real quickly. I know our time is short. I really don't recommend people to go without food. You know, uh, uh, I mean, like like you do a water fast, unless you talk to your physician I mean, our bodies do need some food and they do need water. So there were only a few times in the Bible, Jesus, Moses, Elijah, that went without food and water for a long period of time. So just be disciplined, study and research, eat right and see the benefits both spiritually and physically from fasting. You guys, I'm so excited. We are doing a free masterclass for you. It's actually on nontoxicfamily.com slash masterclass. That's nontoxicfamily.com 
slash masterclass. And it's going to be all about how to get rid of your gut infections, how to get rid of parasites. If you have painful digestion, if you're suffering from poor sleep, if you've got constant exhaustion, massive joint pain, or skin issues, then you need to get rid of the parasites that are holding your body hostage. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're thinking, I don't have parasites, I don't have parasites. Yes, you do, I have Crystal with me. Crystal, tell them your joke. Yeah, if you have a pulse, then you have a parasite or more. And the thing about parasites is they're sneaky. And even if they came back negative on a stool test that you did before, that doesn't matter. They can still be present. And so on this masterclass, we're going to teach you all the tips and tricks that you might have heard of, but didn't know how to use, like diatomaceous earth, pumpkin seed protocols, garlic and berberine and black walnut, because you can't do all of these things, but you need to select a few that work for you. So we're going to go through all of that in this masterclass. All right. And my son created a new site. It's called Non-Toxic Family. And if you're not following, go to nontoxicfamilynow.com or on Facebook, go to Non-Toxic Family. You'll see my son. He does all these great videos on how to be healthy. They're really great. And we actually put the free masterclass on this site. So it's nontoxicfamily.com slash masterclass and sign up for free. Look forward to seeing you guys. So one of the things that Tammy helps me see too is like when she came over today, um, she smelled the broccoli like she was talking about and she literally ate like three pieces of broccoli. She ate them slowly and she ate them and she was like, you know what, I'm I'm getting full. And the the whole point is, is what we want to get to is number one, we want to be able to hear your stomach growling. You want to retrain your body. Mm-hmm. So we've been created with two empty holes in our body. One is our stomach and another one is our heart. And so like our stomach, we need to feed with the proper amount of food. But when we're talking about the heart, we're talking about our deep down feelings. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, our food will never, ever, ever fill your heart. And so what happens is we're trying to fill, we're, we're thinking we're filling our heart. No amount of food that we ever eat will actually fill our heart. And so trying to feed a hurting heart with food or anything else, Mm -hmm. we're talking alcohol, antidepressants, money, the praise of other people. It doesn't matter what it is. It will not work. Talk yeah. about that for just a second. Tammy. Well, you just, you said it so well. I mean, I think what we're trying to do, that is just an empty vessel, the heart, literally that constantly needs to be filled. And I will tell you, the only person that can fill that heart, this is my conviction, is a relationship with God. And when you have that, you understand who you are. You understand your identity. You understand your worth. You're not looking to food or I would say other things. Many of us look to shopping. We look to alcohol. We look to relationships or drugs, or we look to these things to fill that void in our heart. So, you know, the the Bible, it's interesting. The Bible said that, you know, that the heart is a Jacob, which is interesting because the word Jacob is deceitful. So your heart literally is deceitful. It's trying to tell you, you want something and you're trying to fill it again. Great analogy. We use the stomach to try to fill the heart. So this might be a great day for you to stop right now and just say, 
what do I need in my heart? Well, first thing you need is I say relationship with God so that you know your true value. You're made in his image. He loves you. He adores you. He wants the best. Fill up the heart properly. And then you won't have the need to use the stomach for a void in your life. And just be smart. Just be smart. I can tell you when I mentioned that I'm probably the healthiest and happiest I've ever been, it's because I've really learned how to eat right, exercise right, and value and respect who God created me to be. So number one, we are going to learn how to feed the stomach when it's only truly hungry. Mm. And so if you're going, let's say 18 hours or 20 hours, first of all, depending on how much you ate the last meal, I've seen people, their stomach didn't growl because they mm. ate so much that meal before that they're not hungry. So we have to learn how to feed the stomach when it's only truly hungry. So what we say before you eat, before you eat the first thing, the first thing you say to yourself is, am I stomach hungry oh, that's good. or am I heart hungry? Is that's my good. stomach growling? It will tell you, I promise you. I don't know anyone I, I that really their stomach doesn't growl. Like my stomach's growling right now. It's it's 12, 13. I didn't eat dinner last night. So I'm already hungry, but I'm going to try to push myself to go a little bit longer today. And just being around Tammy, this is the thing with her, like just being around her, you're like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to eat. <laughs> Although um, that broccoli was pretty amazing. So, I um, so, but just really learning how to go. Okay. Right now, what I really want to do is run to a pan of brownies or run to food. And instead I'm going to read mm -hmm. um, the book, like even in my book and in Tammy's book, um, I actually have um, a book that is a Bible study. So if you do it with friends, it's called freedom from food. It's a six week Bible study course. It's got literally everything that you need to um, you could do this instead of in six weeks, you could do it with a friend and do it in the 30 days for the 30 day challenge. And then also get some wisdom from one meal and a tasting. All four of these books, including Tammy's book are going to, we're going to do one lucky person is going to get it, but we suggest that you buy them. You can buy them all on Amazon. Um, if you aren't one of the people who are a winner and you will just Either my suggestion is you either go to the Bible and try to find some verses, maybe print them out mm -hmm. or read something in a book. Mm -hmm. What what would you say to someone if yeah, it, yeah. let's say it's like eight o'clock in the morning and mm -hmm. they're like, I'm yeah. done. Like I'm at my snapping yeah. point. Yeah. What would you, what would you and, say? And you just said it so well, you have to know your triggers and your times. So again, my big thing and, and Chantel knows this. I'm what's called a prayer walker. So I get up every morning. This is just the way I start my day and I go on a prayer walk. Now, combine it with something you love. I love fitness. I love walking. I just finished walking the El Camino in Spain. So I walked 120 miles in five days. I put a challenge to myself. So I had to train myself to walk at least 20 miles a day to be able to do that thing that was on my bucket list. Now stay with me. This is good. Because I had something driving me to meet a challenge, that got me out of the house in my training for two hours every morning. So I take off at seven in the morning. I'm not home till nine. Well, now literally the endorphins are kicking in. I'm drinking water while I'm walking. I come home. I'm not even really hungry. Take my shower, get ready. For me, I go into the office. I keep myself busy. I keep myself 
productive. Um, another thing I do early in the morning is I get up and I personally am a person of conviction. So I'll get up and just have a Bible reading, have a Bible time. So I submit my day to God from the beginning. I start out and I say, God, I need your help through today. Now I know I'm going to have a birthday party this afternoon or it's somebody in the office's anniversary and she's bringing brownies or it's my grandchildren's this or that. I have to know in my mind today I'm going to have this and I'm going to choose this. I will tell you, I choose not to have a piece of cake before I'm offered the piece of cake. You cannot make the decision to not have it when you're being offered it. If you have, now that's really good. If you don't decide beforehand what you're going to do, the temptation's often too great. So I literally have that mindset of what I will do. Often what I have to do is fill myself with water. I do have a cup of coffee in the morning. I'll drink some hot teas during the day because often you're not hungry. Sometimes you're thirsty. Sometimes you're bored. And so you're filling it with food. Try to flush out your um, flush out your system with food, with water, with teas, things like that. So see if you're really even hungry and then know um, exactly your time frame, Chantel. So if you say, I'm not going to eat till four and I'm going to close the window at eight, you've made that decision before you got up in the morning. So they're just basic strategies and basic steps that you're going to take to be successful. So my mom is a Christian counselor. She owns her own Christian counseling company. And she says there's this acronym called HALT. And HALT stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Mm -hmm. So what we normally do is when we're, let, let's pretend we're doing a fast and we get a little bit of hungry or we're angry. We get a phone call and now all of a sudden we're angry or all of a sudden I'm like, I don't, I feel lonely right now. Everyone's out doing other things or I'm tired. That is when yeah. you actually need to halt. Yep. You know, okay, let me, you know, can I go for a walk? Can I do some of these other things um, to not get triggered? Because you want to relearn. This is really true right here. This is what fasting does. You are going to relearn how to recognize the difference between true hunger mm -hmm. versus sad hunger, angry mm -hmm. hunger, lonely hunger, tired hunger, mm -hmm. right? Those yes. are not real hungers. Yeah, yeah. The only one we want is the stomach is growling hungry. That's really good. That's really good. And so, that's so true. You know, out of those four, I always, mine is when I'm tired and I'll go toward carbs because again, I'm trying to lift my insulin. I'm trying to lift my energy. And so that first thing I said to you when I got in the house, right? What are some healthy chips I can eat? What's something good I can eat? And of course, I came to Chantel and she gave me a bag. She knows all the resources. So, I mean, if you have cravings and, and here's what we want to do. Spoiler alert. It's not that we're trying to rob you of any fun. It's not that we're trying to say you can't ever enjoy eating ever again. Just get the right foods at the right time. And then again, one thing I like to say is drink a large glass of water and wait and find out if you're really hungry, because often you're not, you're one of these things, you're halt. Mm, yes, so true. So let's talk about, um, you know, for the next 30 days, give some people a few other practical, to, practical tips that they can do that maybe, you know, to make sure they get through the 30 days and make it yeah. through the long haul. Well, a few things I would say, number one, number one, number one, accountability. Do it with someone. 
have a have a text in the morning. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, friend. Hey, we're in this for the next 24 hours together. Let me know if you're struggling today. Have a fun emoji that you share with one another if you're struggling. Have community, have commitment, have accountability. So literally get a partner. I just think that that's brilliant, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a colleague, find someone with accountability. And then do fun things. I have an old school calendar. Believe it or not, you can still buy these. And I have it in my office and I like to check off each day because I like to see my progress. So here's the beginning of the month. I have some neat markers. I might write something. Today was a victory. Today wasn't even that hard. It was a good day. The next day, boy, I really struggled today. By noon, I was hungry, but my accountability partner kept me. And you're literally writing a journal, Chantel over those 30 days of how it went, but you're expressing yourself and you're looking forward to writing something each day. And then know what you're going to fill your day with. So have some things you enjoy. This isn't meant to be hell week. This isn't meant to be hell month. This isn't meant to be, oh my gosh, I can't wait till these 30 days are over. If you have a gym membership, go to the gym, go buy yourself some new workout clothes and go to the gym, go on a walk. Um, if you're a person of faith, buy a good book and read. Do things that you're giving yourself um, blessings, that you're literally giving yourself you know, rewards. Do pleasant things because you really don't want to feel like this is going to be a horrible month for me. So I actually go into it with a lot of apprehension, not apprehension, a lot of excitement, excuse me, and a lot of joy because I know where I'm going. And then, like I said, you've got to have accountability. Um, have a couple of things that you do enjoy. I look forward to Here's one thing I will say, I slow down and enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning because I know I'm not going to be eating. So I, I slow everything down. And then as we mentioned, eat slower, drink water, um, and see yourself finishing well. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I will tell you, you can actually relearn a lot of people who are listening, like they've loved the feeling of like planning a binge or dreaming over yeah. recipes or cookbooks. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go home and eat a pan of brownies, or I'm going to go make these muffins. Mm. And that's what's brought you joy. Yeah. And the good news is you can actually relearn how to get that feeling from God and mm -hmm. finding other things like I, right after we're done, me and Tammy are going to go for a walk. I love going for walks. This is going to be so much fun. We're going to go together and find a friend, like you said, and we will actually, the accountability part that you said, if you comment below and say, I'm looking for an accountability partner, we'll help match you up with someone who's doing this 30 day yeah. challenge with you. And you can reach out to them and you can say, Hey, do you want it? And both of you guys should be reading these books together and saying, Hey, um, you know, like the six week challenge, you would say, okay, me, I'm going to read like, to me, I would find all of these books and say, okay, I'm going to do, um, chapter one. Will you read it with me? You know what I mean? And then we can talk about it, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. But there's tons of people who have saying, you know, I no longer get this kind of high or binge high from mm -hmm. eating this food yeah. because instead I've found joy in other things. Right. And that is really, really important is yeah. for you to find that joy mm -hmm. in other things. Cause if you don't and you're transferring, what you have to do is transfer your focus on 
food, 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 food into finding, you know, I'm going to be excited about exercising. I'm going to be exciting about walking. I'm going to get into a Bible study with other people. I'm going to get excited about having an accountability partner and reading these other things. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Absolutely. You know, I want to say this because in this book, Asking for a Change, I wrote it for a couple of reasons. Chantel, let me say this. I really felt that we have to see a change in our country. And I believe that starts with a change in ourselves. So part of my conviction is we all want to see change. But do you really want to see change? Because change comes by changing. And most people don't want to change. We justify our behavior. You might start off on this fast and three days into it, say, I can't do it. Because to be honest, change is hard unless change is a desire. And once change becomes a desire, you have a new drive. You know, on my website, let me just say this real quick, it's my name, TammyHotsonPillar.com, if you can put it in your show notes. But every morning during the fast, starting January 21st for 21 days, every morning I coach you. So I do a coaching video every single morning for about 15 minutes, because in accountability and coaching is really success. And so find a coach like myself or Chantel and let us coach you on how to be successful. But I'm going to be honest, change is hard. But when you have a desire and you have discipline, you will see the outcome you want. Think of someone you know that worked really hard to bring change about in their life and say, if they did it, I can do it. And then be determined to see the change in your life. Mm. So one of the stories that I love is in Exodus and where he, when, you know, the, the God's children were in bondage, they mm-hmm. were in Egyptian yeah. bondage, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's yeah. what, what all of us are in. We're in some kind of bondage right? Right. and God sent Moses to lead the Israelites to let them know I'm delivering you from that bondage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God sent plagues upon the, the Egyptians to make uh, Pharaoh let his people go. And then they had 10 horrible uh, plagues and finally, you know, he let them go. But, you know, a lot of times we are going to, we're going to have like, when you're getting out of bondage, Mm -hmm. you're going to have some plagues. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want people to know, like, it's not going to be easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. It never oh. is. You know, oh. when you're getting out of bondage, mm-hmm. remember all those plagues. And then even after the 10 horrible plagues, mm-hmm. Pharaoh let the Israelites pack their bags and go. And then Pharaoh changed his mind and tried to recapture the Israelites. Right. right. And then God parted the sea and, and right. all of that. But, but I feel like I want people to understand that they're, there is going to be some challenges mm-hmm. that come along with this mm-hmm. and what they can do to kind of beat that. Talk about that. Well, I will say that you're not going to have an immediate change. I mean, it's a progression. It's a process. I mean, the first time you walk into a gym after you've put on 20 pounds or you've not disciplined yourself physically for a while, you're overwhelmed. You compare yourself to everyone that's been regular at the gym and you say, I can't do it. You know, I'm not qualified. Do I really want to do this? Well, let me just tell you, start day one saying it's going to be a 30 day challenge. You're challenging yourself. So get in your mindset. Again, I love that. I've never heard that easy, breezy, squeezy. Lemon squeezy. I love easy, that. Breezy. That's so My cute. Okay. That. He's All like, right. That's so oh, cute. No, I have to tell you this. So that's so cute. So uh, he has, a, he used to say easy, breezy, lemon squeezy, but now there's a new thing he says. It's called light work, no response. 
Mm-hmm. No reaction. Sorry. Okay. Light response, uh, light work, no response. Mm-hmm. And what that means, light work is like, oh, that's easy. Right. No response was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even change my face. Right. So right. you guys need to say that. Like, yeah. this is easy. This is light yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. No response, guys. I, I've got this. It's light work. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible, Chantel, that says to keep our eyes on the prize. And I think what you have to do, my friend, is you have to say, I'm starting with day one, the prize is day 30. And realize, again, it's a workout. It's a new regimen. It's a new mindset. It's a new lifestyle. But if you stay committed and you stay regular, it will be your normal, healthy lifestyle. So with all of us, every one of us, that's why, again, this book, Fasting for Change, I need change in my life. And so for mine, it's a 21-day walk with you with personal characteristics, attributes, and changes. So for 21 days, we're going to look for change in our life. I'm going to be my best self, but it takes work. It takes discipline, and it takes desire. And then you receive the reward. If you go in with that mindset and you choose, and remember, keep it in little incremental pieces, 24 hours, 24 hours. 24 hours, accountability partner, accountability, just do it 24 hours at a time. I did it. I can do it again. I did it. I can do it again. I think that's a success to really, uh, you know, the desires that you have. Yeah. There is a verse in Deuteronomy eight and it, it says, remember how the Lord, your God led you all the way into the desert 40 years. He put these people in the desert for 40 years. So if you've been in bondage for 40 years or you're listening Guess what? It says he did this to humble you and to test you and to know that what was in your heart and whether or not you would keep his commandments because it is a sin to overeat. The Bible says, put a knife to your throat if you're given into to gluttony. And, um, you know, later in that verse, it says that man does not let live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And so we want to help you get to a place where you're going to the promised land and get out of the desert of testing because you will be in the desert of testing and that's okay. You can be there for a while. Our goal is to get you to the promised land. And what is the promised land? It's for you to never feel tempted to eat when you're not physically hungry, not when your heart is hungry, not for any other reason, but I'm physically hungry right now. I only want to eat when my body is physically hungry. It's, it's a, it's an amazing place to for sure. Um, so give everyone, I want you to give just a couple of your favorite parts of the book so they can get excited about it. So they can go out and order it. Oh, thank you. Three little nuggets where people are like, all right, yeah, I definitely have to go out on Amazon and buy that right away. Thank you. Well, it's actually my third book. So if you go on Amazon, put my name in Tammy Hudson Pillar, you'll see a few of my other fasting books. Um, again, these are biblical fast that I deal with, but this one's really different because I think I have a real passion for change, Chantel. I think, and this is just my personal conviction. You're going to get a little bit of my story here. I think over the last three years since COVID, a lot of us have justified bad behavior. We justified being sloppy. We've justified being scared. We've justified where our country and economy is. And I just have this conviction that we need a change. 
And I can't tell you what that change looks like for you. Only God knows that. The Bible's, I love the verse, you know, that talks about um, he's created in us a clean heart and he, and a, and a right mind. And he wants to clean our heart to your, to your point about that. So in the book, a couple of things I, I love is that they're, they're literally daily inspirations on how to be who God created you to be. Now, my friend, you have abilities and you have gifts and you have talents, but when it's supercharged with what God wants in you, you're going to find that there's all kinds of assets you have that you've not tapped into. And so in the book, I have coaching tips and tools after every day, journal entries, prayers, scriptures, and then some coaching things. So it's a practical fast. Um, it is a biblical fast, but it's a practical book. And I really believe that it's time for a change. Um, I don't know how you feel about our country. This year's an election year. And this is one where I'd like to see us get back to some, some core family values. I'd like to see us get back to some healthy homes. And so this is a book that I really believe starts with you. And when you change, we will see change. So that's a little bit about the book. Guys, I just want to interrupt for just a second. And I want you to hear Paul Saladino talk about why liver is so important. And if you don't like liver, we have another option for you. Your ancestors were eating liver. And the reason that this sort of wisdom has been passed down is because liver is very nutritious. It's basically nature's multivitamin. If you look at the nutrients in meat, they're great. You've got zinc, you got B6, you got B12, you got some K2. But if you look at liver, it really complements what's in muscle meat. And there are many unique nutrients found in organs, specifically liver as a powerhouse of these, that are difficult to obtain outside of liver. Like meat and organs are like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together. They're supposed to be eaten together. The easiest way to eat liver is just to do it raw. If you don't want to eat liver raw, you can cook it. But the reason that I like to do it raw is because there are unique nutrients in liver that are probably somewhat degraded when you cook the liver. This really is like the most nutrient-rich supplements that you can find. And they are amazing. I have tried them. I absolutely love them. So just go to heartandsoil.co, use the coupon code Chantal Ray, and save you some money there. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to read it. I have read the other books that Tammy has written. I haven't read this one yet, but I'm going to dive in tonight. I can't wait. She's an amazing author and you're going to love that. And I, I want to, I feel led right now to say right now is that you don't develop your legacy by never failing. Mm. And I feel like people are like, I failed before I've tried this. I've tried that. I failed. I failed. I failed. And you actually build your legacy by running towards the impossible and then proving to everyone it was always possible. That's so and it's really a place where you get to where you go, yeah, people thought it was impossible. That's okay. But yeah. I'm going to prove to everyone, guess what? It was always possible and I can do this. And I yeah. just want to encourage you that if you've been doing this for a long time and you're like, I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, I really want to encourage you in the Facebook group. Um, Tammy's uh, going to be in that group as well. Mm -hmm. And she's going to give some encouragements uh, each day as well. I'm going to give some, but you should be posting different things like Right now, you know, maybe you'd put a post that says I'm drinking black tea, no sugar or no cream in my coffee, or I'm doing, you know, an eight hour fast today, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. If you 
the group will encourage you. And if you just put in like pictures of what you ate, like look at it'll, it'll encourage other people. So yeah. I really want to encourage you join the Facebook group. We'll put that in the link and then get people to encourage you as well mm -hmm. um, to do it. And then also I want to encourage you to join Tammy's group. That will be another 21 days. It's not starting yet. We want to encourage you today is the day. So you're not waiting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Even if you want to do Tammy's fantastic. When does yours start? January 21 for 21 okay. days. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So what we're telling you right now is today's the day you're going to start. We want you to start today. Mm -hmm. Then by that, by January 21st, it's perfect. Cause then yeah. you're like, I'm in the pit. I need, I need some motivation. So then you join that group and get another dose of, of uh, motivation. And also you can play around with different things, meaning with us, you are just right now, I want to encourage you to put whatever you're going to commit to do. So when I tell people to make an, a goal, you say, I'm going to do X by doing Y by this date, meaning yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat in a six hour eating window from now until January 21st. On January 21st, I'm going to do a 21 day fast by mm -hmm. eating only sun up to sundown or whatever yeah. you choose to do. We mm -hmm. we're not choosing it for you. You're getting to decide. We're just helping you to do that on your way to getting there. What else have I not asked you, Tammy, that you want listeners to know that they can kind of be successful on this journey? Well, I think we've covered a lot. I will say to you, you need to put that broccoli recipe recipe <laughs> on your Facebook because honestly, guys, if you have some good recipes that, that you enjoy and are beneficial, that kind of keeps the dialogue going. We definitely want to have kind of that um, communication on the Facebook page. So make sure you do that because you guys come up with great recipes. You guys are researching and you're studying and you're learning. And I think stories, everything. I do want to touch on this before we close. You, you use the word legacy. And I do a lot of legacy coaching. And so I help people write their story for the next generations to come. And I want you to, to know that people are watching your story. They're watching how you eat. They're watching how you respond. You know, I talked a little bit about the eating disorder that I had. And, and I had a great conversation with my mother when she was still alive. And we talked about how she had an eating disorder as a girl. And um, her story is amazing. She was abused and neglected, put up for adoption as a little girl. And she resorted to food for her comfort, just like Chantel talked about. And so with food came comfort. And then with that, she gained weight and she wanted to be acceptable. So then she quit eating and she went through starvation and all the things that we do. Well, that legacy was passed on to me. And I pass that legacy on to my daughter, who also has her own eating, eating disorder. So the truth is, whether we realize it or not, the way we eat and the way we feel about food is actually being watched by other generations. So make sure that you're healthy. Talk about food. Talk about these kinds of things in your family if you have struggles with it, if you have daughters, uh, sons. So I think that's an important component. It's not just about you, but it's the health of your family and the legacy of your story. I also want to say that you, if you're listening to this right now, what will be the biggest change for you is when you take responsibility for your life mm -hmm. and you accept that you are your own ceiling yeah. and that 
my ceiling is my response to the circumstances I have. And so yeah. a lot of times people are like, well, the reason why I'm not losing weight is because my husband always brings junk food in the house or my kids always bring in all this junk in the house and then I have to eat it. <laughs> and if you take responsibility for your life where you say it's my responsibility I'm not pointing I'm I'm taking my thumbs I'm pointing them this way mm -hmm. I'm not pointing them this way because a lot of people constantly are blaming other people of why they're not losing weight blaming someone else mm -hmm. and you're transferring power to them and that's mm -hmm. what's holding you back and right. the only one that can set you free is the Lord, who is God and yourself. The combination yeah. of the two of you is what's going to set you free. And if you're the cause of my ceiling, then you're the only one that can remove that ceiling. When you take mm -hmm. responsibility right. for your right. own life, you can reclaim your own power and right. you can say, I'm going to, yes, number one, it's God. I'm going to to give that power over to God, but you also have a, a, a place in that, you know, you, you have to stop putting the food yeah. in your mouth when you're yeah. not hungry. And so yeah. I just want to, if you want breakthrough, mm -hmm. and you really want to make change. Yeah. yeah. You have to start filling your mind mm -hmm. with these books. So right now we're going to do a free giveaway, type it in the chat, say, yes, I want breakthrough. Yes. I want to change putting blame on everyone else. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the ceiling anymore. You right, right now are going to take responsibility for your life and you're not going to be the ceiling in your life anymore. I'm going to take responsibility. So. Such a, good word. Such, with a that? good word. Such a good encouragement. Well, this has been amazing. Tammy, tell listeners where they can find you, where they can follow you and where okay. they can get your amazing new book. Well, thanks everybody. You can follow me. My name is long. It's Tammy Hotson Pillar, T-A-M-M-Y-H-O-T-S-E-N-P-I-L-L-E-R. And you can go to my website. I've got all kinds of resources, all my podcasts, my books, a lot of freebies that you can download. Um, I am a life coach, so I love working with people. So check that out. Of course, Instagram, Facebook, all the kinds of places, social media um, platforms that you can find us on. But I do want to encourage you, regardless of what you do, start this challenge today. Remember, it's a challenge for 30 days. And then if you want to join me on January 21st to move into this biblical fast, but make a decision today. And remember that the reward is waiting for you. The success is waiting for you. And God's got great things in store. So thanks so much, Chantel. I always love being with you. I learned so much from you. And I'm going to go sneak some more uh, broccoli. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, you guys, I will definitely post this broccoli recipe. Um, I have a house manager and she is the best cook. Her name is Susan. And she will do a quick video of her showing how to do it. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And you'll love it. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for being here. And don't forget to join the Facebook groups and we will encourage you to take it to the next level. Love you guys. Stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.